Lord Heavenly Father, Lord, we praise you, Father God. Praise you, Lord, for bringing us back together, Lord, this week, Father God, with a beautiful psalm, Father God. To look at who you are, Father God. The omniscience, the omnipresence of you, Father God. Lord, we praise you, Father God, for you being present in our lives, Father. Lord, we submit this next few moments to you, Father God, that you will lead us, Father God. Your Holy Spirit's presence will lead us through the truth, Father. And I pray, Lord, that you will speak through me, Father God. I surrender this time at your feet, Lord. And we ask all this, Father, in your precious Son, Jesus' name. Amen. Hello, everyone. Um, my name is Vinodini. I am one of the leaders in this Next Level group. Um, I will be giving the lecture on Psalm 139. Psalm 139, the God of relationship. God is all about relationship. He created us in his image and wants to have a personal relationship with us. Sin became the barrier, but he made a way to redeem us through his son, Jesus Christ. The way you relate yourself with God determines how you live your life. What you know and believe of him shapes your identity and determines your life's purpose. That is to love God with all your heart, mind and soul. I have divided Psalm 139 into four sections. Section one, verse one to six, the omniscience of God. How well are you known? Are you known for who you are or what you do? Does anyone know the true you? The innate nature of human being is wanting to know and to be known. We want to know everything and want to know, want to be known well by others. We are persuaded by a world of social media to facade all the good things about ourselves. We hide the actual and give a false image that everything is all right. Here in the Psalm, we encounter the all-knowing God who knows us intimately, our thoughts, our actions, our words, our ways, and every detail of our lives. David acknowledges God's, God's omniscience over his life and is overwhelmed by the realization. Genesis 18, God knew when Sarah laughed in unbelief of bearing a child at old age. He knew Sarah's heart, her doubts and fears. He called her out to help her realize, but instead she lied. In John 1, we see puzzled Nathaniel questioning Jesus, how do you know me? But was then astonished to hear that Jesus knew him while he, still, he was still under the fig tree. God is all-knowing, but in our pride and our self-righteousness, we choose to ignore the attribute of God. Every time we go on our own way, instead of heeding to his voice, we are essentially questioning his omniscience and falsely claiming it. God lovingly calls us out to help us realize that he knows 
what we are doing conclusion because he knows everything about me i can be real before him no pretending he knows the reason for our struggles doubts fears insecurities and is ready to help us because he knows everything about me i am secure in his love he knows all my mess and he still loves me the challenge it is not our knowing of god but even more fundamentally his knowing of us transforms the way we live our life god's omniscience should profoundly impact the way we think speak and act it should cause us to be more aware of the sins we commit against god it should make us be watchful over our hearts and our thoughts it should lead us to holy reverence of god the god of relationship satisfies our need to be known section 2 verse 7 to 12 the omnipresence of god david starts with a rhetorical question to make the point that there is no place he can go where god is not there god is here now out there and everywhere the verses imply that neither death distance nor darkness can hinder his presence if god is everywhere why do we sometimes feel god is so far away god's omnipresence means he is always there even when we are not aware genesis 28 verse 16 to 17 when jacob woke up from his dream he acknowledged surely the lord is in this place and i was not aware of it like jacob we forget to acknowledge his omnipresence when we get lost in ourselves in our busyness we miss on his omnipresence we have to be intentionally aware of him in all places verse 11 and 12 explains the implications of god's omnipresence in light of sin suffering and pain when adam and eve sinned in the garden of eden they hid from god's presence but god called adam where are you for which adam replied i was afraid because i was naked so i hid it was not god, not that god did not know where adam was but he called out adam to give him an opportunity to realize and repent his mistake the omnipresence of god should remind us that we cannot hide from god when we sin yet it is his presence brings us back in repentance and faith even in the darkness or in the storm his omnipresence will be with you always conclusion because he is with me it is foolish to hide or cover my sin because he is with me 
I am never alone. Our emotions don't determine the proximity of our God. Challenge. We are created to live in his presence. His presence makes us see ourselves more clearly. His presence brings renewed strength, understanding, and hope. What distracts you from his presence? Are those distractions worth more than his presence? We have to learn to be more aware of his presence, omnipresence. The God of relationship empowers us with his presence. Moving on to section three, verses 13 to 18. David reflects and rejoices. Here we see David reflecting and rejoicing over God's precious hand creating him. God's beautiful plan for him and God's innumerable thoughts towards him. How marvelous is his loving care in creating our inward parts and our outer frame. David knew fully well how God formed and fashioned him to perfection so uniquely. God saw his unformed body beautifully knitted together in his mother's womb. He also plans every day of our lives, even before it existed. How vast are his precious thoughts for us. They outnumber the grains of sand that if it should be counted, it would outlast our life, waking up in his presence. Conclusion. Because God created me, I matter to God. I am not a mistake. Because God created me, he has ordained all the days of my life and were written in the book. The challenge. How do you view yourself? God meticulously made our being and is so mindful of us. His thoughts about us should set us free from striving and comparing. Only when you rejoice over who God created you to be, you will be able to recognize yourself as God sees you. The God of relationship shows his loving care and concern for us. Section four, verses 19 to 24. David rejects and repents. As David was rejoicing in God's presence, marveling at who God is and who he is in him, he remembered those around him who opposed God and those who took God's name in vain. He rejected them as his own enemies and did not want to associate with them. David hated their wickedness and it prompted him to examine whether their company made him to overlook his sins. So he asks God to search him and wanted to repent of anything that is offensive in him. He did not want anything to come between him and God. The challenge. 
Jeremiah 17, verse 9 to 10. The heart is more deceitful than anything else and incurable. Who can understand it? I, the Lord, examine the mind. I test the heart. We cannot examine ourselves correctly without God's help because we tend to justify ourselves and blame others. His word is the mirror which helps us see our sin. The Holy Spirit convicts us of our sins, leading us to repentance. Coming face to face with the reality of our condition before God and acknowledging the need for his mercy is the most delivering and restoring moment of our lives. Though a part of us may resist dealing with what is wrong in our heart, we need to see sin as God sees them and hate what God hates and reject them so that it will not hinder our relationship with God. A relationship becomes intimate only when we let the other person see into us. God already sees us, but we have to let him expose our sin and be transformed by his grace and mercy. Without vulnerability, there is no intimacy. It is our choice to make every day to be vulnerable with God. The God of relationship wants to be intimate with us. Lord Heavenly Father, Lord, we again, Lord, thank you, Lord, for this beautiful psalm that you have given us, Lord, to meditate upon, Father God, to dig deeper, Lord, into the truth, Father God, into who you are, Father God, into who you, we are in you, Father God. Lord, yes, Lord, you are our omnipresent God. You are our omniscient God, Father God. So we don't have to pretend before you, Lord. We don't have to hide before you, Father God. And oh, how, Lord, you love us, Father God, that you took so intimate care in forming us, Father God right from birth to death, Father God. That, Lord, we don't have to strive, Father God. Lord, we praise you, Lord. We thank you, Father God, for your word speaking to us into our situations today, Lord, into our hearts, into our minds, Father God. Lord, help us, Lord, to be intimate with you, Father God. Help us, Lord, to be vulnerable, vulnerable before you, Father God. Lord, we want you to let us expose, Lord. Let expose our sin in our lives, Father God. And help us, Lord, to repent, Lord. Help us, Lord, to come to you and surrender, Father God. Lord, do the mighty work in us, Father God. Lord, we surrender, Father God. All our next level leaders, Father God, and the group members, Father God, that you will, Father God, do the mighty work, Lord, of transforming our hearts, Lord, of cleansing and transforming our hearts, Father God, and that we will not let anything, Father God, hinder our relationship with you, Father God. 
hinder our intimacy with you father i thank you lord for giving me this opportunity lord to present your word father god and i thank you lord for blessing veilraj lord in preparing this prayer sheet father god we thank you and we praise you father for your to you belongs lord all the glory all the praise and all the honor father we love you father and we give you all the glory lord in jesus name we pray amen thank you vinodini bye everyone